Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. I got 20 years today, huh, Trey? This is your 20th year anniversary with Hog Sports. That's a long time. What? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that. Well, he texted us. I saw that. It's on the same text that he chastises for saying Arkansas would win with 75 points last night. (laughs) Which they would have gone into overtime, Trey, as I pointed out. If they had scored 75, (laughs) they would have won. They could have because they would have tied. But they would have needed more than 75. That that is true. 75 wouldn't win. Right. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that uh, on. 20 years it has been yeah quite a Congratulations. while I think, I think i've been on the air with you guys for like 18 of those. wow isn't that something yeah. mm. it doesn't feel that long but uh hopefully i got another 20 or so left in me i think that would get me to about 65 so you're still a young guy you still could do it hey randy's yeah, been still feel what, good 33 years randy something 33. like 33 33 yeah. well it was yesterday an anniversary or something. I mean, Jimmy from Grapevine called, and people were congratulating you. Was yesterday a deal for you, Randy, or that just he just called? He just called. I mean, okay. no, I, I, no, not, I'm not aware of any. Okay. Any, uh, my my birthday is back in September, so that's past. Right, but I'm talking about anniversary with the station. Yeah. Like if that was the 33 years, like today is 20 for Trey. Well, Randy, you're old enough to wear this probably some type of anniversary for something. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, you, Trey. Thank you, Trey. Anytime. I'll remember that in the press box. <laughs> yeah, after saying, gee, I hope I can go another this 20 fall. years. You know, like, like, you know, 20 years for us, Randy. Let's see. Uh, I don't know about that. <clears throat> By the time we, 20 years from now, when we start talking about games that we saw when we were kids, people will think, what? They played back then? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gentlemen, we've got Birdman waiting. He's got okay. a question for Trey. Great. Birdman, good afternoon. you got a question or comment for Trey. Well, uh, as usual, anybody, <laughs> everybody, okay. you, all of you guys have good in, input. I did want to say, Randy, when you spoke earlier about the Tennessee player going down early and how – there's a momentum shift which can be almost paradoxical that instead of it being good for Arkansas, it was good for Tennessee. Do y'all remember in the 1995 National Championship game against UCLA, their point guard, Edney, yeah. uh, had injured his arm the game before. And there was a lot of talk about will he play, will he start, whatever. They decided to start him. And he got out there. We picked his pocket very quickly and made an easy layup. He threw one more errant pass, and they took him out. My, I had two thoughts. My first thought was, that's going to really help us. And then my second thought was, oh, boy, what if UCLA overcompensate and plays the game of their life? Well, the guy who came in and backed him up, his point guard, played excellent, and we did lose the game. So that can happen. 
And it just reminded me, when you said that, that uh, when I was watching that game at UCLA, the second thought was the one that I thought, uh uh-oh. The other thing is, we need to remember that two games ago, we played one of the greatest defensive first halves that I've ever seen. We were tenacious. We had Alabama completely befuddled. Uh, So fans are reactionary. We've had two losses. But we can very well come back uh, for all the reasons that we're pointing why we lost. And people don't give up. I mean, we've got a chance uh, to beat Kentucky at home, I believe. And then we've got a chance to win a few games in our tournament. And our coach does tend to do well on the big day. So, but isn't it interesting how there is almost a paradoxical thing? is when a team loses a guy, instead of it being an advantage for their opponent, the other team psychologically gets pumped up and they play better. Yeah. Um, it's interesting you bring that up. I had a buddy in a group thread of mine who brought that up at halftime. He calls it the the, the Ewing theory or the Patrick uh, – or excuse me, or the uh, Tyus Edney theory um, where a team – basically like you said that lost a guy steps up and the team on the other side kind of gets overconfident and doesn't play as hard um yeah so that's exactly um, right yeah arkansas but they've got to get it figured out i mean dancy donkey sounds more right than any of us yesterday (laughs) um only for one night i hope yeah yeah so but you know what's crazy too though like if arkansas doesn't beat kentucky and Curtis pointed this out to me. If Arkansas does not beat Kentucky and Florida takes care of LSU at home, uh, then Arkansas will finish 10th in the SEC, which is still wow. a first-round bye. But, man, I mean, how many of you yeah. guys thought Arkansas would finish 10th potentially oh, mm. heading into yeah. this season? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, again, I can't remember a season in basketball starting with so much excitement and so much hype, and it just shows you uh, there are other aspects of it. Uh, when you have, if they're all, if most of our guys are true freshmen, one of the things that we didn't have this year that we've had in the past with Musk is guys with a little more experience. And uh, but anyway, like I said, uh, I'm glad I don't bet because <laughs> we can beat Kentucky, and even if we don't, uh, don't give up on them. But uh, uh, Randy, I'm glad you said that because uh, I have had that thought a couple of times. So uh, it's just it's not all about your phys- your physical presence and your skill. Some of it is between the ears. It's what's in your head. So thanks, guys. Thank you, Barry, man. Tough to watch last night. I know that. Yep. Start to finish really was. Mark, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? I do. Good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon. Uh, Trey, obviously this has been a um, regrettable season where everybody just kind of expected a whole lot more. And uh, and Razorback fans should keep thinking we're going to start that that push. We're going to start trending. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just have kind of I've kind of felt like, and I'm a huge. Let me preface this: I'm a huge fan of Mus, and I I really uh, believe in him and his program. I've kind of felt that this season he's kind of had like if you will, a, a kind of a sophomore jinx. I mean, this is his third season, granted. But I, I felt like it, there's been a learning curve for the coaching staff, um, <clears throat> given uh, more talent, uh, arguably, 
uh, arguably, on the roster this year than before than he's had at Arkansas or Nevada. And it's, it's been a challenge for him to figure out who to, who to use when and where and, and what opportunities. Um, it's his, it's his and fourth I year, but I, I, I get what you're saying. Fourth, fourth it's, this, is, this is the youngest team I think he's had. Mm-hmm. I mean, since right. he's been here, and obviously right. very highly touted guys, but uh, it's just it seems like everything that goes wrong, <laughs> you could go wrong has. You know, when you have Brazil and you lose Nick Smith for that long stretch, and it just feels kind of yeah. like they, they look like they're starting to put it together, and then something like last night happens, and then there's this big yeah. dip, and then they kind of pull it together well, for I, a while, and then another dip. That's just it. I, I mean, I know that it's just kind of like shooting in the dark trying to figure out what – happened this year but i do you think that it's maybe coaching try uh, readjusting to the spoils of riches of having the deep bench and uh, you know i kind of have felt like at nevada and it, when he first got to arkansas he was doing more with less because you know he's a resourceful coach and he knew how to do that and now he's trying to figure out how to do more with more not sure how to how to, how to do that. I mean, I know he's an experienced coach, but everybody has to adjust. I remember, I'm a big Chiefs fan. I remember uh, Andy Reid talking about at Philadelphia learning that he had to kind of make some adjustments to be successful. Uh, and, and he had to kind of rethink things. And I know that coaches have to go through that. I don't know if that's the answer, but do you think it's been, it's been coaching that has really had to make the biggest adjustment that may be the biggest cost for some of our setbacks this year? Do I think it's coaching? Thank you, Mark. Thanks, well, I mean, I think I think this team just hasn't quite gelled together like you'd kind of hoped. I mean, you look at Tennessee, I mean, look how many guys they had out there for senior night. You know, they had, had a lot of guys that have been in that program for a long time. And I feel like we've seen this with, like, Kentucky um, over the years with Calipari, who, yeah. you know, would bring in really highly regarded classes. They wouldn't play very well. And then, you know, by the end – of the year, they they kind of pull it together and be uh, really hard to beat. And I, I kind of feel like that's what's happened to Arkansas, except for they just haven't pulled it together. And part of that is not having Nick Smith for so long and losing Trevon Brazil when those were guys were, you know, supposed to be key players for them. Um, they're not a they're not a they're not a very good free throw shooting team. They're not a good shooting team overall. Not certainly not good um, from three point range. And, I mean, when you get down to brass tacks, it's about being able to score. And that's that's just been a big problem for this team. They, I mean, Anthony Black, for all he brings to the table as far as his size, um, you'd like to have a, a point guard who can shoot reliably from three-point range, and he just doesn't, he just doesn't have that shot. Um, and that's, you know, Ricky Council certainly started off better than he's finished, and maybe fatigue has been a, a part of this. You know, we – used to talk about that all the time with freshmen. Um, you know, at some point in the season, sometimes their legs get to it. I think it happened to Moses Moody for as good as a freshman year he had. Remember, he kind of disappeared uh, during March uh, that year. So it's been it's been a disappointing year. There's no question. Now, if they make a run in the SEC tournament and in the, in the NCAA tournament, maybe we'll, you know, that'll change things. But um, – yeah, right now it's just – I mean, I think we were all thinking this may be a team that could compete for the Final Four, and it just doesn't feel like that right now. You know, Trey, there's a word we often use called momentum. 
this team cannot seem to sustain any momentum. And that goes not just from game to game. That goes sometimes in the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was the first time that Arkansas was trailing by nine at the half and still leading by nine in the half and not being able to sustain that momentum that they had in the first half. So, I mean, it's – it's. Man, there's so many different ways you can look at this, as you, as, as, as I'm sure Eric Musselman keeps tossing and turning, trying to, you know, what is the answer? Mm-hmm. It's hard to find answers right now. Yeah, well, shooting. What's your, what's your, <laughs> what is the best five you can put out on the floor to begin a game? Mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't. I don't think any of us really know that. And that's the problem. I think. I think you ask five people. I think people, that's what's going answers. on with Coach Musselman too. Yeah, I mean, you can you can tell. I mean. It feels like there's a lot of experimenting still going on. Uh, and, again, Tennessee has a very veteran team, and that's that's part of it. They certainly – I mean, your emotions change week to week <laughs> based on – or, you know, every half. Game week, to I game. Guess. Right. I mean, after the Alabama game, we're still like, okay, you know, this team has got it figured out. You know, that game's played on a neutral floor. Might have been a different score. Um, and then this week they just kind of lay an egg against Tennessee. I mean, it's – and matchups obviously play a big role in it, but um, yeah, they just can't seem to get it together. But shooting, I mean, plays such a big role. And, you know, Black hasn't been a good three-point shooter. You know, I don't think Walsh has been, you know, quite what we expected him to be this year. Definitely needs to come back and, and play another year of college ball. Um, but he, he, he's got to improve all in every category, really. But he has potential just not just not there yet um so yeah there's just there's a lot they've got to get better at and i mean so much of it just comes down to being able to knock down a wide open three you know guys knock down free throws if i can interrupt you trey uh, Mm -hmm. just for a second uh i just think arkansas baseball went back to back to back home runs and Jared Wegner hit his second home run oh, in this game. Uh, Kendall Diggs, then Peyton Stovall, and then Wegner just all hit home runs a moment ago. And Arkansas now leads 8-5. to five. So. Well, Finally, the offense says enough's enough. If you guys can't stop them, we're going to score some runs, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, in a midweek game, if you hold them to five, that's probably not terrible, as long as you can score enough runs to win. All right, guys, let's squeeze in Dwight. Dwight, good afternoon. you got a question or comment for Trey. Yeah, I do. I'd like to get Trey's opinion on a, a, about three items that I saw last night and I've seen throughout the year with this basketball team. One is, you know, we've recruited five-star players, and I just don't see that. Um, and I know they draft on potential and all of that, but I don't see a five-star player on this team. Maybe Nick Smith may be the closest. But as you watch that game last night, the inbound plays under the basket, every team that we play has scored on that basket. And that, that's, that goes right back to coaching. We're trying to play a man-to-man on the inbound plays under the basket. And we get dunked on every, every time. And the third thing is, when I, you go back to the five-star players, five-star players should be able to shoot the basketball fundamentally there's no form there's no fundamental 
And if I was an if I was an NBA scout and I saw guys shooting the way they shoot, the way they hold the ball, there's no there's no fundamental form there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the chances of that ball going in are a lot less if you don't, don't have, have a, a major form. problem so, with. Um with Nick Smith's, or, or obviously Nick Smith, he can shoot it. I don't have a major problem with Jordan Walsh's form. He just doesn't knock him down. If I was, like, Anthony Black really should be reworked and built up. Thank you, Dwight. And with, with Ricky Council, what I hate about that two-handed shot is, like, you kind of have to take something off the ball, and you never want to feel like you're taking something off of it, you know? And it's just it's never going to be consistent. But, yeah, there's some fundamental issues with some of the shooters. No question. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That's Trey Media of Hawks